Hello and welcome to the We Don't Grow Up podcast, a podcast about staying in. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the abandoned game, which is uh, picking up more rumours and speculation. Dave's going to fill me in on that because I've not been keeping up. Uh, Dave's seen the uh, Suicide Squad, and then we're going to talk Ghost World, 40-year-old version, and I forgot to introduce Dave. <laughs> you forgot that. To introduce you. Hello. <laughs> yeah, this is Dave, my co-host. I'm Ant. Oh, that's a messy intro. Anyway, here we go. Let's start with the uh, abandoned game. Yeah. Uh, this and we talked. Yeah, we talked about this a while ago. Uh, game in production, one-man team. Um, then there was big. Was oh, it a one-man team? That's what I thought we talked about last time. I haven't looked too much into it, but I thought it was like one guy, which sounds impossible for the rumours that bubbled up afterwards yeah. the rumours are that it was um, going to be Silent Hill now this came yeah. from the guy making it saying oh he gave away the first two letters of the, the um, oh it's a two two name oh what am I trying to say Dave the title has two words in it and he said they begin with S and H and everyone went oh it's Silent Hill and it kind of fit what else was going on. The game's called Abandoned, but then he completely denied it. He apologised, retracted his statement, yeah. all this other stuff, and there was speculation rumbled on. And I said, there's no way it's this. It's this one studio. It's nothing to do with Konami, who owned the rights to Silent Hill. Blah, blah, blah. I talked myself out of it. But now you tell me there's more. There's more rumblings. I did see a tweet with a few little snippets. And then I, I tweeted. I don't know why I didn't think this before, but the game's called Abandoned. And Silent Hill is an abandoned game. No one's making so it. It's been abandoned. Solid. Yes, true. But I don't think this is Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> no. But yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't put that together. That the, the working title abandoned ties into the fact that Silent Hill has been abandoned. Well, I'm not sure if I said this last time on the pod to you. Mm. Or I just said it to you in general or somebody else. But I said um, a while back. I think I might have said it to Chris on my text. I said, do you not find it funny that Kojima felt abandoned, probably felt abandoned by Konami? Mm-hmm. So he left and started a new studio and then this game suddenly come out called Abandoned and, and everyone said it's tied to Kojima and the Konami property. The only thing that had doubt in my mind about that theory when I came out was that the fact that I thought maybe they broke on bad terms to Konami just to spite the nose off to spite the face would not let him have one of their IPs. But then, money, money, money. <laughs> yeah, money, money, money. I still don't know if they would let Kojima handle it. Mm-hmm. I just, I just don't think. I don't know if he'd go back and get it, or if he. I think he would just do his own thing, to be honest. I think it's a possibility, but I think if Sony are pulling the strings and they've struck a deal with Konami, which is the rumor, to develop their properties, and it's basically we'll pay for development, you'll get a fair share of the profits. And they probably won't give a crap, but they'll probably have something in there that we can hand this out to any studio we choose. And then Konami mm-hmm. are basically like, okay, just make sure we get our check in the post if it does turn out to be profitable. Mm. That, yeah, that, so, that's reasonable. But um, it's funny because obviously this, I don't know if it's a gameplay demo or a live app or something that was meant to have gone live yesterday. And then um, it was um, delayed um, due to technical reasons. And I thought, well, that's bull. Um <laughs> But um, lots of people are saying the actual app is designed to make you feel abandoned, like as if say that was the idea. But it's too, I mean, they released an image of it like a few weeks back, didn't they? And it was abandoned, live app coming to, and behind it was a face blurred out and it had an eye patch on. And it just, if it's not 
who we think it is. Then that's such a massive cock tease. What's what's the it was, it, it was hot, solid snake? Oh, you think it's Metal Gear now? No, what I'm saying is the picture in the background was definitely Solid Snake or somebody impersonating Solid Snake. A fight. It was a blurred out face, and you could tell they had an eye patch on. And this bloke's already teasing that connection. And then um, a few minutes back, if you remember, um, this, these are some of the rumours I've read today. Like, yeah, I remember when Sony spilt the beans that Blue Point was joining them. Mm. You know, Sony Japan. Instead of congratulating um, Hayes Marquee, they congratulated Blue Point by mistake. And people were saying, blue as in blue point, and box as in Kojima's favourite item. He used to hide snake in a box, blue box studios. And then, I mean, it's probably a bit far-fetched, but I do think, I, I will be shocked now if it's not actually Kojima behind all this. It, it he's does. been very active on Twitter recently. So, like, he's trying to make out that, to me, like, active more than he usually is. And it's almost like he's trying to say, like, oh, no, copy me, so I'm way too busy doing this and that. <laughs> Well, I suppose he finished his last game, whatever that was called. What was it called? Death Stranding. Then they got the director's cup coming out in a few weeks, haven't they? They have, but... Almost. I suppose they would have been working on that. But the writing team, the story team, if they I presume there's one that wouldn't have been working on that for Death Stranding, the extra director's yeah. cut style, they'd have been doing something. But would it be far enough along in development if he was working on it? From Death Stranding finishing. I say so, yeah. I mean, I think there is. I think, like, I think there was something in development. If I'm not saying it's Kojima, I'm just saying if it was Kojima, he could have something up to date, but you wouldn't be looking at a release until probably early 2023, I guess, maybe late 2022. Um, but there was a video earlier. I don't know if it's real. I think it is real from this abandoned app. or And it's just... A wooden floor and a man quickly walks across it and you can see like from his hips down. Mm. He's dressed the same as is it Henry from Silent Hill 2? With <laughs> the green jacket and the blue jeans. Yeah. And it's like almost the same walk and you're like, if this isn't it, this guy is being a massive, <laughs> massive tease. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If that video is real. I mean I think if, if Sony announced a new Silent Hill and then the say, uh, and then Metal Gear Solid, because they reckon it, it could possibly be Blue Point. So you, you reckon they've got all Kojima, all Kojima, all Konami's um, rights to all their games? That's, I mean, I'm not saying that, but that's what's going around today that they've definitely got the rights to Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid, but that could just be fanboys. Mm. And then, look, dreaming, how it dreams, and then somebody else says um, that. Apparently they've got Castle. I believe that one. To be honest with you, Castlevania. Because I don't. Yeah, because I think with Castlevania as well. I think um, I don't mean this in a, a negative way, but I, I'm not quite sure that's a strong enough IP to sell well on one console. Like, you know, how say God of War can. I think that needs to be multi-platform to do big, big numbers. I don't know because in a few degree because mm. I always see Castlevania as a Nintendo title. I kind of do as well. I was because that's when I last sort of played one, and they've always been on the handhelds. You but, did like that one on the PS3, though, didn't you? Lords of Shadow. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. I forgot that was a Castlevania game. Yeah, I really liked that yeah. one. That was really good. I don't know if it needs to be multi-platform though. I think it's. I think it's a very very popular franchise. Yeah, I mean that, that could just be remastering Lords of Shadow. 
they could be or any number of the back ones because people yeah. like old school gamers were going nuts for those games I'm not a big yeah, fan yeah. I think just 2D side scrolling action games I'm not a big fan in general yeah but some people go nuts for them Castlevania and Metroid the old Metroids yeah well, I think especially, especially the American audience they go mad for it yeah, I think if it was just Silent Hill and then it says, oh, in two years after that, it would be Metal Gear Solid. I think, like, Sony's PS5, they're selling like cupcakes anyway. We just go absolutely berserk sales. Mm. It does make good business sense for Konami to just release their IPs for someone else to work on them and say, we'll do yeah. what you want, we'll just take a cut. Yeah. Yeah, mm. definitely. I like the sound of this. Well, whatever happens, if I'm getting Silent Hill, <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, same here. And if it isn't, this guy's possibly a marketing genius, the guy behind this abandoned thing, because yeah. there's nothing's known about it and everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Even if it turns out not to be Silent Hill, he's got more eyes on him than he would have had otherwise. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'll see. I, I just don't think it's... I think it's definitely going to be some Silent Hill-related or Metal Gear Solid. I'm, I'm, I'm like 99.9% sure now. I don't think it's going to be Metal Gear. No, I don't think it's going to be that, but I'm 99% sure it's going to be like a Konami project. And if you said to me which out of the two, I'd say like 90% sure it's Silent Hill. The only mm. reason I'm like only 10% on Metal Gear, because it could just be dicking around, like teasing Silent Hill, and then it's like, boom, Metal Gear Solid, and everyone would just go absolutely berserk. Only if there's also the rights are secured for Silent Hill, and then it's in the background. You can say, yes, we, are. we have that as well. Otherwise, people will be disappointed. So, yeah, that's that's still rumbling on. Is there a release date for this game? No. No, nothing. <laughs> no one knows a bloody thing. <laughs> no. If it isn't Silent Hill, he needs, the guy, the studio, needs to let out something definitive that says, look, this is the game, this is what we've got so far, it's not Silent Hill. He has done that, hasn't he? But he's just pissing about still, so I think yeah, all we can do is just wait for this Sony event, and I think we're going to find out in two weeks' time. It, yeah. It feels like we're at the cloud. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Right, let's move on then. Let's talk about a film you've seen, Suicide Squad. Take you yeah. into the cinema for this. Yes. What was that like? Did that feel pre-COVID normal? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Just gaps in the seats everywhere. But that was it, really. Yeah, um, the film itself is brilliant. Really, really good. I mean, brilliant is probably not overdoing it a little bit, but it's very, very good. Um, really funny. A couple of scenes I didn't like in it, because, not just because it's a comic book movie, but I just, I, I, I'm not keen on nudity in films unless it feels necessary. Mm. And um, it's just this one scene when they're like, it's like a comedy scene almost where Deadshot and Peacemaker are kind of taking out all the bad guys in a village and uh, in funny ways. Like mm. he shoots the leg off a chair and the TV falls in the um, bath and electrocutes and stuff like that. Mm. And then this bloke comes out of his coffin, he's only got a vest on and he's got his, like, genitals hanging out and they shoot him and the, he, he falls off and then flap it. Like, that's it. It's only about two seconds, but I just thought, uh, like, did we need to see those? Did they need <laughs> to be on display? That was only, like, the scene in the, I think John scene, he's only got his pants on and he's got his, like, penis tucked in his pants, like, and you can see the shape and that must be, like, like, don't get me wrong, you don't see it, but I just I was just a bit like uh, I don't think I would let my kids watch this now. Yeah. No, I don't know. I wouldn't, I mean, is what I meant to say. Mm. I wouldn't let my kids watch it. But I just felt that scene was totally especially with the genitals out, that was totally unnecessary. 
Don't get me mm. wrong, he's a as good as a brilliant director. It's up to him what he does. And I think he really pushed the limits with the violence and stuff in this. I mean, there's no way he should be a 15. Um, <laughs> really? It should be not like 18. Yeah, seriously. Like, there's faces come off, heads chopped off, um, people pulled in half. It's like not so nastiness with blood dripping everywhere, but there is blood and stuff, but it's just. Mm. But yeah, it's a really good film. If you're going to watch it at home, I'd just. Um, I'd just be aware that it's probably not just those two scenes really that make it a bit awkward for kids. There is a lot of swearing in it as well. It's those two scenes which I just think, yeah, you couldn't watch out the kids. I find it strange that they're the two that put you off watching with your kids with all the violence. <laughs> no, okay. because like... Is it quite common? Like, yeah, it's like, it's not like, like I say, when the violence happens, it's like, like the one scene with the shark. He literally rips a man in half, but it's comic book. It's like he grabs him, and he's always this funny character friend. He just grabs him and pulls him in half, and that's it. Mm. Like it's really slow mo and stylish, but it's not like I can't explain. It. It's not like Visser or like anything like where you're like, oh god, and that. You know mm. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So it's it's a weird one, really, and it all depends on your kids and if, if they understand. It, it's just not real and stuff like that. But yeah, but yeah, as an adult comic fan, then I think yeah, it's a must see. Did you like the first Suicide Squad? It was all right. It was okay. Um, I didn't like the ending. I thought it was but, awful. I don't even remember yeah. what happened. I just remember it was awful. I liked it up to like a certain point, but the ending when the fight, I can't think what it is, but I thought that bit was terrible. I'm not even sure if I got to the end thinking about it. It was that bad. Yeah. But that's just DC. It just, they didn't want to let the directors have creative freedom, did they? And they, 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 they did that edit themselves. Right, so keeping with films, let's talk about the films for our film club. So these are full spoilers. These are the film club films we picked last episode, which were a 40-year-old version, that's the Netflix pick, and Ghost World, which was our Amazon Prime pick. Now, we always start with Netflix, so we'll start with a 40-year-old version, full spoilers and all that jazz. Uh, This was my pick. Uh, I didn't look for reviews or anything on this I just saw the trailer popped up I thought yeah this looks good I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna pick this uh, let me actually shall I read this synopsis actually no let's just talk about it um, so I picked this it's full black and white well nearly full black and white there's little splashes of colour here and there it's shot in uh, it's all set in New York it's about a 40 year old woman who's a playwright she achieved uh, 30 under 30, which must be a proper award. I don't know what it is. Yeah. 30 promising people to watch you under the age of 30, I'm guessing, in the playwright world. Um, and then after that, nothing really happened for her. And she uh, oh. she just uh, starts teaching and while doing her, her playwright stuff in the background. And she's getting close to 40. She loses her mum. It's a bit of turmoil going on. And she starts rapping. <laughs> <laughs> so telling it from her perspective like 40 year old woman what it's like and the story is just literally about about her if there is little bits about the other people and a little peek into their lives but it's mainly her yeah. story her vision um yeah i i really liked it i thought the end yeah, was so a bit did I. yeah i thought the end was a bit flat but mm-hmm. i did i did enjoy it i i kept me gripped the whole way yeah it was. it was very good and very funny as well. It was very funny. I really liked the black and white, and I thought that would annoy me after yes. a while. Oh, I did as well, but it, it, yeah, it worked. 
brilliantly. Mm. And the way it came to colour at the end. Yeah, I almost didn't notice that. In fact, I had to rewind. I was watching yes. it and I was like, oh my God, it's gone colour. Very subtle. It was very subtle. It was a dark scene anyway. It was just that yeah. pop of red in the corner in the, one of the shop billboards. But it felt like when you spotted the colour to me, it felt like it was like almost like neon. Like it was like, whoa. Yeah. Like that's how I, I felt. Yeah, that red was really popping. So I rewound at that point. I thought, when did it actually change? I went back and it's a gradual fade in. Yes. What what did you think about the fact it was black and white? Like from a, not from a, did you like it, did you not? Just from a, a, the choice of the director, what did you think? What, why it was black and white? Yeah, what, what do you think prompted that? I mean, I know back in the day, shooting black and white was cheaper because the film was cheaper, but this is must be yeah. shot digital, so it's purely a, a stylistic choice to go black and white. Um, I've no idea, really. I mean, maybe it was... Um... I don't know, to be honest, like, I don't know, I couldn't really say. Well, it, worked. it worked for me, yeah, and I think it helped it get away with a few things. There was a few shots between scenes where it was sort of like just shots of New York. They're quite yeah. arty and stuff, and the, the music wasn't really that of a modern film, I didn't think. And I thought, this would not work in colour. This yeah. this little scene now, this transitional bit, this would not work in colour. with if this was exactly the same, the same music, the same shots, but it was colour, I wouldn't be feeling yeah. this. But it worked in black and white. I really liked it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, part of me wondered whether, like, I remember, I remember a lot of rap videos being in black and white. And I don't know if that's just my imagination, thinking there's more black and white than there is colour. I just wondered whether that was part of the thinking in it. I don't know. Maybe I'm way off base with that one. Oh, what, hip-hop videos? Hmm. Hmm. I suppose right back at the early days, some of them were black and white. Remember that yeah. Wu-Tang had a black and white one, the really early one. Yeah. Nas has done one in black and white, hasn't he? I'm sure he has. Tupac. I don't know about Tupac. I'm sure I've seen one with Biggie as well. I don't think Biggie had a black and white one. Maybe it's just footage I'm thinking of then. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I just it, it worked for the film. Um, it did work for the film. I wondered if the the coming to colour at the end was to signify that she's out of that place because it did. She did sort of come out of it. Maybe it was like yeah, her mood. The, the location of a depression. Yeah, yeah, mood, yeah, yeah. That's what I felt like. Maybe that represented a mood a little bit. Mm. But when 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 she like was with it, she she kind of like uh, what's the word. God, I can't think of the wheel off the top of my head. Well, basically, she ruined her own play. Yeah, sabotage. Uh, she never felt like it was her own play. Yeah, sabotage her own play, but she never felt like it was hers anyway, did she? No, not after. The, um, what was it? The white chap kept insisting on. The producer. Yeah, he kept insisting on her that she had, you know, like, oh, I can't think what it was called, the word he used now. But anyway, like, she was never happy with it, was she? And, no. um, like you said, she sabotaged it, even though people loved it, but she didn't feel like... I'm going to guess she didn't feel like it was true to what she was trying to write about. No. It felt like the it was written by her and it was a film about, or a play about, um, was it gentrification and told from that the was black... It. Yeah, told from the black yeah. perspective. And then when the white producer who was funding it got involved, he insisted on a few white characters. and it, the, yeah. the bits I saw looked a bit corny. The bits you get shown rather looked a bit corny, and then all the people yeah. loving it were the old theatre types. 
yeah. all, all right, all well to do. And well, that's all... who he was trying to attract to his theatre, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. He, he made a film, a play that wasn't perhaps for him, a message that wasn't for him. He made it about him and his yeah. class and his, yeah. Yeah. And that's why it that's wasn't true. hers. That's why she sabotaged it. Yeah. Well, didn't sabotage it. She let it go on. But then at the end, she was like, this is she. Oh, yeah, she killed it then, didn't she? Yeah, like she killed it, it dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did you think of her relationship with the, with Dee, the uh, producer guy the, who made the beats? You're very strange on that. Because, um, what did he say? His mother was dead, yeah. Yeah, he lost his mum. So I thought at one point, you know, obviously, I don't know, maybe he wasn't too young, but I thought maybe he's seen her as a, um, like, um, a, a, a mother. A substitute figure. mother. Yeah, mother figure. Yeah, That's exactly what I thought. At one point, like, I, I, you thought that, but then he, he says something, doesn't he, to his friends, and then he goes to find her, and he's obviously, there's a romantic interest there, isn't there? Yeah. And then you find that out, obviously, because they, they get to, sort of get together. And, yeah. Um, at the end of the film, I'm going to guess it's implied that they do stay together or make a go of it. I'm not sure what's going on. They definitely just are seemed together. Odd. Yeah. Yeah, I found it. Just it just seemed odd. odd the way, yeah, age gap and that, not saying that that's not possible. But yeah, I don't know. But it was just, it was just a really, when I, I wasn't, I've got to be honest, I wasn't looking forward to watching it because I just thought the plot just seemed a bit like, hmm. But she was great. She was really good. Um, I thought all the cast were good, to be fair, um, especially the kids. I thought the kids were very funny. Yeah, they were. Um, <laughs> like, I like that kid who's always chatting up the girls, and then when she comes out, he, like, like you know, he, like, puts his hand in the face of that one girl, and he's, like, straight down to her, like, yo, Mrs. D? Yeah, Mrs. D. Coughing. And uh, he, like, so badly wants her, and she's like, eh. <laughs> especially <laughs> the start when she's drinking that. <laughs> and uh, everybody seems to be, like, attracted to her in it, don't they? <laughs> Which is uh, quite funny. Yeah, but, uh, I didn't notice that, but yeah, you're right. Everyone does have a little attraction to her. Yeah, and uh, I mean, she wrote, she wrote it, didn't she? It's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a real name, and her brother's in it, a real brother. And, mm. and I guess that was a real mum when they're on about talking about her art. It could, yeah, it could well have been. Yeah, yeah. It was just, a, it was. I, I mean, I, I'll repeat to myself. It was just a really nice film to watch. Like it was fun. It was very uh, funny at points, uh, especially the yo 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 scene. Um, <laughs> oh, I could see that coming. That was a bit. Yeah. That was a bit obvious. That was going to happen. Was yeah, that was definitely an, um, an eight mile moment, wasn't it? That, but um, it's because she smoked I, I liked, that spliff, wasn't it? Yeah, I liked a lot of her rap, even though like a lot of people probably said it was dead corny and cheesy. But I liked a lot of it, like when she talks when she's related to her age and she, mm. like back and knees and stuff. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah, that's good, very good. No, I liked that. I thought it was good. And that bit where they go backstage and they're all rapping, I really liked that. Yeah, part. that was didn't, very good. That bit was. I didn't know who any of them were, but I'm guessing those acts were just genuine rappers trying to yeah, get their yeah. careers going. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed it. More than I perhaps thought I was going yeah, to. Yeah, same here, yeah. Mm. A lot more, well, I just said I didn't expect it to be any good, but it started out well, the bus scene. Yeah. Yeah, that was very good. Um, yeah, just like you said, maybe the ending didn't quite... Didn't quite punch. Yeah, it didn't punch quite as hard as you probably expected it to, but yeah, well, what, what could I expect it to do? to turn into this famous rapper. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't think that was ever going to happen. No, 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 but like, what was I expecting? Like, what was I don't think I actually had any. I'm, a bit, I'm not sure why I wasn't 
I was expecting more from the ending. Oh, it was, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know how I was going to expect or how it was going to happen. I did think that yeah. when her when her friend caught up with her, whose name I can't remember, the South Korean yeah. the Korean guy. Yeah. At the end, when he catches her when she's done a big speech to the plane, he goes, "No, I'm I'm with, I'm on your side. I'm with you." I thought he was going to say, "I'll produce it. I'll fund it, and we'll we'll do yeah. it together." Because he obviously had lots of money because they they yeah. reference it often, and he's got that amazing apartment. Yeah. And I thought he's going to say and. The, the guy we don't like, the producer guy, says that he should be producing, you know, the Korean guy. Yeah. And I thought, this is it, he's, he's going to produce yeah. it. I, that would have been yeah. a good, that would, would have been a slightly more satisfying ending for me. Yeah. If he, he would have been redeemed a little bit because he wasn't always, um, he had a back financially, but he didn't always have a back in an artistic credibility way. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that would have redeemed him and would have been a, a slightly more fitting ending, perhaps a bit too picture perfect. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. On the whole, I thought I really enjoyed that. That was good. Yeah, good selection. Thank you. All right, let's move on to Ghost World, the Amazon Prime pick. This was your pick. Oh yeah, my film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the? Can you do the synopsis? Do you want me to read it? Yeah. I find it. Let me find it on Prime. All right. The actual synopsis says. With only the plan of moving in together after high school, two unusually devious friends seek direction in life. As a mere gag, they respond to a man's newspaper ad for a date, only to find it will greatly complicate their lives. Now this had, and you can't really tell from the picture, not on my phone anyway, that that is Scarlett Johansson because it's 20 oh, did years you not ago. Oh, did you not know it? watched it? No, I saw a name flash up. I thought, oh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, didn't know she was. I mean, in the it. other the other girl was quite famous for a few. Well, not say for a few years, for quite a while. But she never seemed to take off her career, didn't? Mm. Yeah, it's interesting so, when, uh, when you watch these films and you see that these two were obviously level pegging at the time to see where their careers went. Yeah, she went. She was in American Beauty, wasn't she? The other one. Yes, I, I did. I looked her up because I vaguely recognised her. But yeah, I'm not sure. I've, she was in a film I watched as a kid called The Hole. Yes, I think that was in her list. Of things she's done, yeah. But yes, Carly Johansson. And I've said this already. Said this already to you. But I was watching it, thinking, Jesus Christ, Carly Johansson looks so young. Yeah, she looks like, like a kid. Well, yeah, she, she, to be fair, she's playing like a, a. Was it a high schooler just coming out of high 16, school? 18, is it? Sixteen, eighteen. Sixteen, eighteen. And I was thinking, this, that's mad. Cause this is only two thousand one. And then I thought, yeah. oh, God, 2001 is actually 20 years ago. <laughs> it blew my mind for a minute. I was like, oh, my God. And then I thought, yeah. God, Scarlett Hansen's aged really well. <laughs> so, yeah, the film, I'll let you lead. This was your pick. Yeah, it was, um, I don't know what, like, I was expecting. Like, I, I think I was kind of expecting, like, um, it, I've just, just contradicted myself. <laughs> I don't. I think what I was expecting was something shot like a Wes Anderson film, mm. but also a bit like um, what the Coen Brothers do. Yes. Um, it's one of those films where like the plot is so very like not. It's not. It's not. It's kind of there, just so they can tell you this strange how strange these two. They've caught these two really wacky characters, but they need to have a story, like a plot <laughs> to to tell you about them. Yeah. Yeah. So they kind of come up with this like ludicrous plot, 
which it is ludicrous really like that they do that and then they end up you know getting to know this bloke through this fake date they set him up on mm. and then but I, I don't know how to explain it really because I, re- I did really enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it as much as your selection, but I did enjoy it. I was kind of constantly hooked on it because I found Fora Birch just so interesting, her character, like the way she, I don't know, just you never knew what she was going to come out with or what, how she was going to dress <laughs> or what she'd say to someone or, you know, how she would respond to something. And I thought she was a really good character. Scarlett Johansson was kind of like, um, she was a wacky friend, but as soon as she got out of school and got that job, she kind of levelled out as if to say, right, like, no, you know what, I have got to kind of get on with it. Yeah. You know I what I mean? And this this very much was, I don't remember her name, even though you just Coming said of it. age. No, no, not the film, the, um, the, oh, sorry. the, the actor, the actress you just said, not Scarlett. Thor Birch. Thor Birch. This was very much her film. Yes. Scarlett Johansson's in it quite a bit at the start. And then she yeah. disappears for a lot of the yeah. film because you follow the other the other girl, you follow her story, yeah. and it is about her. It's not about Scarlett. Like you said, Scarlett sort of sorts herself out a bit, gets the job, and she's focused on getting yeah. this this apartment she wants to move into with a friend. And it's all about the other girl and how she's struggling to just move Find on. Find a place in society. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. She just yeah. she doesn't know. And and it does happen to a lot of kids that don't know what they want to be, they don't know what they want to do, they they struggle when they leave school because a lot of them like that's well, they can't wait to get out of school, can they? But then when it really hits her, I think she's kind of more like defined that she will not um what's the word and um like conform. You know, like social conformities, isn't it? Like like grow up, get a job, get a house, have kids, get married. You know what I mean? Yes. Is that right? Like yeah. she she won't do it well. She she seems adamant that she won't do any of that. What's expected of her socially? But she yeah, she just doesn't want to. She doesn't like the world she lives in. Yes, doesn't yeah. like the people. Doesn't like the attitude. Doesn't like any of it. Any of the social norms, like you just said. Any of that. She's just not into it. So yeah. They prank this guy who's Steve Buscemi, who I also didn't know was yeah. in it. Um, they prank him. Then they feel a bit sorry for him. Then they follow him. Then they inadvertently get to know him. Yeah. And then she's really interested by him. And she she basically fancies him. He's a lot older than her. I think she's in, in, attracted to more more to his his, his like his, his sensibilities. Yeah, the way he is. He's found yeah, his little then, niche. Then in him. Life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, then him. Well, yeah. That's how I, think... I got the impression of it because she's she's trying to she's trying to push him into dating, isn't she? So I don't think she was, like, attracted to him physically. But I think subconsciously she was attracted to him through his, you know, like, his his love of music and his, the way he's, like, you know, when he's in the car and he's, like, telling that them family, hurry up, I got her old. Yeah, I think she kind of likes that, that he's mad at the world. He constantly seems mad at the world, doesn't he? Yeah, I think she's found someone who's like him. He doesn't really conformed as it is he's no his own little weird self yeah keeps himself to himself doesn't really join in with the norms yeah so it's definitely her story i would say on the whole i found it a bit boring mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't love it yeah i struggled i did struggle to to stay hooked on it i found the way it was shot yeah. a bit 
Yeah, I think they could have been more done with the camera and stuff. Yeah, more I think if it had been, I think if it had been filmed a bit more, like we were saying about Wes Anderson, like where he just some really funny cameras, like character switch back to character, like a tennis mm. match shot where he's kind of got bang, bang, bang with a conversation. I think it would have been more interesting like that. Mm. But um, the one thing that I had to Google the ending because I was a bit like, what's going on here? <laughs> and like a lot of people have interpreted that that's her a metaphor for her suicide but I don't like to think that because I don't think her character came across as suicidal at all in the film that was just my opinion on it though yeah she got in the right state at the end though didn't she mm, like she did, the, the, the situation she weaved and found herself in yeah yeah very tricky I like that guy who was in the shop who was at the nun drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, the light relief. Yeah, yeah basically, yeah. yeah I can understand why someone wouldn't him. like it. And, I mean, I, I'm in the middle on it. I, I enjoyed it. I, I, quite, I quite, quite enjoyed it quite a bit, to be fair. Mm. But, I, but I can understand why some people would absolutely love it and some would just say, no, that was rubbish. Mm. I, can, I can see both points of view with that. It's a bit like... Um... I think I was expecting something along the lines of Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, 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 definitely. I, I actually thought that a little bit, but it very quirky, wasn't it? Very. Um... Yeah, it didn't have this. It didn't have the stylistic follow through to hit that level of dynamite. Yeah, I think the like half the problem was it was just based on such a like flimsy plot that it was just kind of like it was just based on these people. It's just following like little. Little like what's the word like little events in the life that happen on a daily basis. Most people in, they just weren't filmed interestingly enough. Or yeah, that's that's it. I think it was. I think the plot was fine. I think it was yeah. just yeah. It, it needed basically yeah. Yeah, it just needed like you say. It needed um, better cinematography. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think um, Scarlett Johansson's acting was particularly great in it. Hmm. I don't know what to say, really, because she doesn't have a lot to do. No, she's quite good at the start. Good at the start, but it's for, it's like usually it's four versus film, and she was just brilliant. I mean, mm. it's, it's mad to think that when you watch that, that the one is kind of like not really known, and the other one is like a mega A-lister now. Like she's probably like the most paid female actor in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Her or Jennifer Lawrence could be one of those two, I would say. Hmm. Yeah, it is, it is a bit crazy when you think like that. Like I said, it's crazy to see those two at that time in their careers of sort of level pegging. Yeah. And then it was uh, Scarlett Johansson that caught the limelight. And yeah, then through, it's just... Throughout the film, Scarlett Johansson's the character that gets hit on, isn't she? Yeah. And yeah. the other one kind of gets ignored. Yes. Obviously, that feeds into her story and how she's not happy with it, with everything and all that other stuff. I don't know. Yeah. It, was, it was okay. It was okay. I didn't. No, know uh, if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's mm. what it's all about. Isn't trying to watch something, you know, different. And it was different. It just wasn't. It, it, like I say, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't quite what I was expecting. No, I don't know what I was what? expecting because I. Once you tell me this is your film, I if I don't know anything about it, I don't look into it. Yeah. I just go for it. Yeah, that's fine. I like to read a synopsis first. I do. So I've got some sort of. 
uh, whereabouts with the film, like I kind of should have some sort of inkling of what's going to happen and what's going to go on, like, you know what I mean? Mm. I don't like to go into films completely blind. I think I do. I think I like to go entirely blind. Unless, if I've already seen the trailer, then fair enough, that's what's brought my attention to it. But in this. Yeah, in, no, that's in, fine, yeah. Yeah, in the yeah, film, in, the, in this film club, if you tell me this is worth watching, I don't know anything about it. I'll go in blind, unless we read the synopsis on here. Mm-hmm. That'll be all I know. I said to you, I texted you before I watched Ghost Rogue because I was, I was going to yeah. get Danny to watch it with me, but I thought, Ghost World, is it horror? Is it not? I don't know. <laughs> so and Danny will not do any sort of horror, and I didn't want to watch the trailer. So I texted you and said, is it is it horror? <laughs> and you were like, no. I said, is it comedy, didn't I? Because it looked comedy from the the picture. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, it's, it's sort of comedy. Did Danny watch it? She started to, and then she quickly got on her phone. <laughs> and uh-huh. was like doing a bit of online shopping and stuff. Understandable. And then... By the end, she was watching Love Island on the iPad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it went downhill quickly for Danny. Yeah. But no, I yeah. thought it was all right. I thought perhaps if I watched it in 2001, I might be more into it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You never know when you're a bit young and like, you might have been able to like connect with it a little bit more. You don't know, do mm. you? Yeah. So we've got, a, well, I've got two, I've got, a, I've got a, like a middle ground with it, Ghostwood and a, a thumbs up for uh, your film, Netflix, mm. this week. I think that's not going to be winning any awards, obviously. <laughs> I think the forty-year-old version helps to go in with middling expectations. I think if you go in thinking it's going to be great, it will fall flat. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah. Well, it's not like an action film that can, is high adrenaline. I always feel like when films are quite, they're not like a heavy action. If you go in thinking it's going to be great, it kind of only leaves room for disappointment. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm. Anyway, films for the next film club. You're on Netflix duty. Yep. Which means you're going first. What you just uh, googly googly the uh, <laughs> synopsis. Yeah. Okay. It's very short. <laughs> this has just <laughs> come out on uh, Netflix. Okay. Um, a woman with mysterious illness is forced into action. When a group of terrorists attempt to hijack a transatlantic overnight flight. My selection is Blood Red Sky on Netflix. Blood Red Sky. Mm-hmm. In the group. Don't watch a trailer, Ant, because it'll ruin a lot for you. Oh, that's so have a trailer. Just go in, go in. It won't ruin it for you, because I think it'll be quite obvious, because I kind of guessed it, but I think you'll, you'll I'm not saying you'll like it more, but I think it'll kind of interest, maybe like, if you won't get involved, keep you peaked a bit more longer. Okay, cool. It's quite long as well. I think it's two hours and three minutes. I thought you said it was a short one. You were joking. No, I didn't say it was a short one. I'm sure you just said. No, it says it's quite a long one. Oh, it's quite a long one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you said short. Oh, well, it's recorded. Oh. I'll find out. <laughs> right, then. then you'll let me a fiver. <laughs> well, you'll let me a fiver. <sighs> Right, my film, this is the Amazon Prime pick. It's from 2018. It's 1 hour 35. Mm-hmm. Bit of a shorter one. Right, I'll read you the thing. The thing, the, thing, the synopsis. Fright Fest presents, so it's a horror. Held by critics as the best horror film in recent memory, The Dark is a haunting and deeply intense atmospheric film about love, 
monsters and revenge that is being compared to the spill chilling let let the right one in <gasps> that's good i love that film mm-hmm. mina stalks the fo- mina stalks the forest that saw her mer- oh hang on this is going to be spoilery don't read anymore i'm not reading anymore we know of the film, the long dark, no, the dark, the dark, and it's good. And I would say, don't watch the trailer because it's an interesting take on a horror. And the trailer, I suppose, it's unavoidable that the trailer tells you that what the interesting take is. But I would say, if you like horror, it's a horror. That's what you're going into. Just have that mindset and enjoy it. But don't watch the trailer. Good, good stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's the film. The Dark. Let me put that in the group. The Dark. And yours is Blood Red Sky. Yeah, that is a stick. When, when I get this one edited and put it up, I'll remind everyone. I'll put that on the, the Instagram and Twitter that what the films are. Need to, I've been meaning to do that for ages when I put the pods up, but I'm always so far behind I get <laughs> forget which ones are up. But I will get on it and get that sorted. Okay, dog. Cool. We're good. Yeah, that's, I, think that's, that's I think that's the end. Yeah, that's it. We're right here. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been the We Don't Go Out podcast. If you want to catch us on social media, we are on Instagram and Twitter. They're the only places you can ask because we are older. <laughs> uh, at We Don't Go Out on both. Uh, yeah, that's it. Catch you next time. Just a reminder the films are Blood Red Sky, Netflix, and The Dark on Prime. Get watching.